We know that among the fundamental foundations of our religion, as the Rambam explains in Yesodeh HaTorah, the fundamentals of Torah, one of the fundamentals is that we have to believe that God causes the spirit of prophecy to fall on human beings, that there, there were human beings in Mitzvah Hashem, there will be human beings that were literally vessels for the divine. God's light and the light of Torah literally float through their mind and their mouth, and many of them through their pen. But the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Rebbe Ayatz, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak Schneerson, whose Yurtzeit is today the 10th of Shvat, the Rebbe Ayatz gave out a mimer to learn on this day, a couple of days before he himself passed away, he asked to learn on this day of the 10th of Shvat, the mimer Basilagani. And the Minhag is to learn that mimer of Basilagani from 1950, from 5710, to learn it today. And in that mimer... The Rebbe Ayatz explains the Indian of prophecy in depth, that we have to believe that there are prophets, but what does it mean? What does it mean, prophecy, and what is it relevant to us? So the Rebbe Ayatz brings a very, very strange pasuk that says if we want to understand prophecy, there's a pasuk in Shmuel Aleph, the end of chapter 19, that says where Shaul, Shaul HaMelech, King Saul, Hagam Shol Benavim, that he also became a prophet, that, that prophecy fell upon him. And the words that the Navi uses that's written in Shmuel Aleph, that, that Shol Amelech, that he became a prophet, is Vayifshat Gamhu Begodov Vayisnabe Gamhu. He took off his clothing and he prophesied. And he fell naked all day and all night. In other words, some for some reason it's saying that a prophet, when, to become a prophet, you have to take off your clothes, you have to get naked. That's what it says, that what happens when one becomes a prophet. Now what does that mean? So Rashi and the Mitsudas explain that it means, doesn't mean he literally got naked, it means that he took off his his kingly garments, his royal garments, so that he could wear simple garments like all the other prophets. That he took off his garments, it means he took off his royal garments. He was naked from his royal garments. But the Rebbe Ayatz explains there's a much deeper understanding of what that means, the nakedness of the prophet. It means that he took off the clothing of his soul, the usual garments through which the soul manifests. You know, our soul wears garments of intellect and emotions. Our personality is made up of what we know in our minds and are the emotions that we feel. Those are garments of the soul. That's not the essence of the soul. The essence of the soul is above the garments, the clothing of intellect and emotions. We know that clothing began because of the sin of Adamarishan, because of original sin. Before that, they were naked. And then because of the sin, they had to wear clothing. And what's that clothing that they ended up wearing because of the sin? It's the hergish of toivara. It's the feeling of self that allows a person to be able to feel simultaneously holy things and impure things, and good things and negative things. These conflicting emotions come from the feeling of self, from not feeling bittal, absorbed within Hashem. But the prophet has to take off those that feeling, the feelings of world, the feeling of emotions and intellect and garments of the soul. The prophet takes them off. He has to take off the feeling of self because he has to become a vessel for the light of God. 
As we know, no thought could grasp God, no thought could grasp godliness. And therefore, to be a vessel for the divine, one has to go beyond intellect. One has to get naked of the garments of the soul. And the Rebbe brings that that's also why we find in, in Navi that a Navi is called a Meshuga. The, the Yiddish word Meshuganer comes from the word Meshuga, which a few times in Navi, Maduba Meshuga Hazel. Yehu says, Why did this crazy madman come to you? A prophet is called someone crazy, a madman, Meshuga. Why? Because a prophet goes deeper than the garments of the soul, than the way the soul usually manifests of intellect and emotions. A prophet has to go to a frequency of soul that's higher than intellect. That's why he's called crazy. And based on this, we could understand a very interesting anecdote that the Gemara says. The Gemara in Ksuba says that it was said about Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Loi, that he would take a bad shel hadas, a myrtle branch, and he would dance with it before a bride. By a wedding, he would dance before a bride holding a, a, a myrtle branch. But Rav Shmuel of Yitzchak did even more. He would dance in front of a bride with three myrtle branches. He would juggle with them. Imagine a big Rosh Hashiva, a big Rav, long white beard, juggling with three myrtle branches. So Rav Zera, Rav Zera said... To Rav Shmuel Bar Bitzak that was juggling like that, Reb Zerah said to him, Kamichsiflan Saba, you're embarrassing us. You're embarrassing us. You're acting in a way that's not fitting for Tamud Chacham, for, for a Torah scholar. That's what Reb Zerah thought. But then the Gemara says that when Reb Shmuel Bar Yitzhak passed away, Reb Zerah was able to see that a pillar of fire, a pillar of fire separated. Reb Shmuel from everyone else. Meaning he reached such a high revelation that others couldn't reach. And so then Reb Zeir understood that he was mistaken, that Reb Zeir was mistaken. <clears throat> and Reb Zeir said, Ahanile shutya saba, The branch, the shutya, the branch, the myrtle branch that he danced with, helped Saba, the elder. And some read that the words that he actually said was, Ahanile shtuse saba." The shtus, the acting like a shaita, the acting like a fool, like a madman, that helped him to re- reach this high level. And some read it that the word is ahanile shitse lesava, his shita, his minig, his custom. But the bottom line is that we see from this Gemara that because Rav Shmuel Berbitzchak added in a way of sh- acted in a shtus way, in a way of being maniacal, of being crazy, acting crazy out of joy in front of a kala. He merited this huge revelation of God's light because, again, to receive that revelation, one has to be a vessel. One has to go beyond the clothing of the soul. Now, this idea is even brought lahalach in Shulchan Aruch and Simon Sadik Ches. The Shulchan Aruch says that the Chasidim Arishoyim, that the greats, when the great Holy people, when they used to daven, they would separate themselves from reality. They would be misbeided. They would meditate until they would come to hispashtus agashmias, to taking off their body, so to speak, until they came to close to prophecy. And so the Shulchan Aruch is seemingly hinting that we have to try to achieve this somehow going beyond intellect and emotions, just letting the essence of our soul shine forth. And the Rebbe Ayat says that the best way to do that the best way to have this shtus, to be able to come to that level of God's light that's beyond intellect, this pillar of fire, to have this shtus, the Rebbe Ayat says it's by shtus de kedusha, by acting crazy 
about holy things, being crazy for God. Like Rabbi Shmuel Bar did, he acted like a shayt, he acted like a fool to give cover, to give honor to a bride, which is a mitzvah. And so the Rebbe Ayat says that because so often we act like fools, like the Gemara says, that no one sins until the spirit of folly, until being a, but somebody becomes temporarily insane. That's the only way one could sin. And since we're insane in a way of impurity, we have to transform that ability to be insane and make it a shtustik dusha and do things crazy, things that, that don't make sense, beyond what makes sense. Shtustik dusha, going beyond intellect, taking off the garments. Yeah, it doesn't make sense even in my own mind, in a rational mind. But when I could tap into doing things, cra- crazy things for God, that turns around the spirit of folly that brought about sin that this ability to go beyond intellect should be a holy thing and make us, ves- make us vessels for the divine. As we know, ultimately, the purpose of creation is that God wants to dwell in this world, in His garden, Basilagani, in this world and in us. May we finally see it today.